0: Plus, I love talking, not necessarily to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kid, our kid. Not our kid. I,
1: I kid. Don't. I kid. Shall we get I into kid? it? Yeah, let's get into it. Hi, I'm Ellis. And I'm Dan. And you are listening to In Our Interracial Opinion. A podcast where we're going to be discussing a variety of social and cultural topics. P.S. Our podcast may contain
0: explicit language and all of our opinions are our own. Hi Daniel.
1: What? Hi Daniel. Oh sorry, you looked down, I thought you'd call Percy Daniel. Why would I call Percy Daniel? He's called Percy. Yeah, I know, but it's the way you said, hi, Daniel. It's like, that's how that's the way you talk to Percy. Yeah. Well, anyway, how's your week been this week? Not that we didn't see each other a few hours ago.
0: Good, thank you. I've just, look at this hole in my sock.
1: Well, I don't think the listeners can see the hole in your sock.
0: So there's a hole in my sock, and it's about the same size as, I don't have anything to compare it to. It's a hole in the sock, and it's quite big. It is it's quite like, big.
1: I can see two fingers through the hole. <laughs> it's like three. one. Of, it's like one of them fingerless gloves. I can put oh,
0: four fingers through it.
1: Oh, what? Uh mm-hmm. oh, the mittens that you get. Do you remember the mittens that you used to get? And
0: the mittens. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, the mittens. Ah, uh, they just
0: called mittens.
1: And you mittens. used to, And you used to take the. There used to be like a a department, not a department, but. Uh, an attachment that you put a over department. the fingers. A <laughs>
0: whole department! You used to take that whole department.
1: It's just the department store on top of the mittens. Don't you,
0: don't you just mean like the piece of fabric to put over the fingers?
1: Yes, that is what I meant. I meant compartment. That's the word.
0: It's not really a compartment. It was just a bit of fabric.
1: Just, just a piece of fabric? It's just a piece of fabric. <laughs> 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 so other than your holy sock, how is your weekly?
0: Apart from my holy Jesus sock, my week's been okay. I was a little bit annoyed at myself the other day because I got my letter for and the amount that I'm going to get from my student loan for going to drama school <laughs> in September. And I've worked all my like money things out completely wrong. So I've been left myself mm-hmm. with much. I've left myself with £26 a week. <laughs> but that's fine. I'll figure it out. They'll all be good.
1: I it'll mean, they'll be well. If homeless people can survive on zero pounds a week, I'm sure it'll be alright on twenty six.
0: Why is it happy talking about homeless people? You should be helping them, not putting them down, Daniel. Stop putting your superiority
1: complex. Hey, no, there. I didn't put them down. I complimented them for on what money management.
0: But you were smiling at the same time, which means you think that you're superior. Hashtag Dan- cancelled, Daniel oh again. God. Okay. Is this like the fifth
1: half? 1, two, three, four, well, it's the sixth, sixth episode. So, I guess,
0: yeah. You've been cancelled nearly every episode, so. It makes oh,
1: sense. well. You know, it's just, at least I don't have to edit series two. That's fine by me.
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> Speaking of different series,
0: third lockdown. Still, maybe extend until October.
1: Well, I don't think it's the lockdown going to be extended until October. It's just the government will have are taking it to Parliament to make sure they've got powers to be able to extend it until October, should they need to. Because yeah, there's that, that again. lovely third wave coming from Europe. That's apparently inevitable. Fourth?
0: Fourth. Third.
1: Third, but
0: third wave. But a
1: lockdown? No, just because it's a third lockdown doesn't mean it's a third wave. Europe, because a wave is like a spike of cases. There's already been one. And then I there was another was water. Sick, at least. If I just <laughs> have to ruin stuff with it, some <laughs> shitty dad jokes. It's not a dad joke. It's a shit joke. It's but an anyway, jerk. But anyway, I was scrolling. Every time I tried to school you on stuff, you... I was
0: scrolling. To... I was scrolling. Exactly,
1: again. Again. Yeah. Well, speak properly then. Nice, good defense mechanism. When you know you're wrong, put a joke in there.
0: What was I wrong about? I didn't say anything. When
1: you said, oh, don't you mean the fourth wave? Anyway. Yeah. We're on about lockdowns. This is the third lockdown, and it feels like... Well, I say it feels like we've been in it for a year. It is exactly a year. <laughs> we've been in lockdown on and off. Yeah,
0: the day that we're filming this is the 23rd?
1: Yes, it is. 23rd. 23rd
0: of March 2021, which is one whole year since lockdown first began on 23rd of March 2020, if you haven't figured that out um, already. Um, how are you feeling about this one-year anniversary?
1: Tired very tired. <laughs> I feel tired so in it i feel in in need of a, a haircut because i don't think i've had my haircut since november
0: you can tell you're a bit of a hairy mary anyway sir so.
1: well it's true i mean it dis- doesn't look as bad as it did uh the lockdown the first lockdown where i had to get uh... um my friend's wife to cut it in the end and um, that was an experience you should probably listen to that this, this now casey does although, although i really appreciate you cutting my hair for me in my time of need i don't think i'll be coming back to you anytime soon
0: no i remember you I, complaining appreciate the about it.
1: The, I appreciate the quiche in the salad that i got afterwards
0: and well, the bottle I'll of jack daniels <laughs> of course you would but yeah i remember you complaining about that to me like so much like so much he's lying so... he's lying
1: he, was... he's lying. <laughs> he was so
0: ungrateful he's lying um, he's
1: very much like he's
0: lying he's like <laughs> well i just think it's so weird today that they put they did like a one minute silence for the anniversary of lockdown like why We're well, one we're still in it two i don't think we should be having a minute to reflect on all the shit that's happened and is still happening, people are still dying, we're not out of the woods yet yeah, and they're already reflecting the on it it doesn't I make think, sense.
1: I think the idea behind it was to reflect on the lives lost but they didn't need to be so many well, lives lost at all. It's it's the government's fault
0: and the fact that, I just don't understand the reason I don't understand is that obviously we should be remembering the people that, that we've lost because of lockdown and not because of lockdown, because of Covid but Shouldn't we give that once COVID is finished? Like, it's a bit disrespectful yeah, for me that like people them. are still dying. And, I don't think COVID will ever be finished. Yeah, we're try trying to remember No, but I mean, like, this whole lockdown and, like, whole this whole thing, we're, com- we're reflecting on something that we're still in. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. It's like reflecting on that amazing burger that you had from McDonald's that one time oh, no, while you're because, still eating it.
1: It's because it's a year. A year is... It's a, a significant milestone, isn't it? A year. It's like your first birthday. Yeah. Your first birthday, it's a, it's a very significant milestone. I mean, I'm not comparing this with a celebration, but it mm. was just just a day to look back and reflect on the hardships that everybody has gone through this last year. Some, and it's still going through. It's, it's still going through, yeah, exactly. So, That's what re- I
0: mean. So I don't feel like we should be reflecting on it. Obviously, we should remember that this is a year since lockdown. But I feel like the one-minute silence wasn't needed. Like, we should spend that did time. Anyone like, silence, did anyone do the minute
1: silence there? anyone do the minute silence
0: Yes, it was on BBC News. My mum didn't because she forgot. But I think she got a message about it. And there was loads of people in hospitals and stuff that did the one-minute silence. And I just feel like it's disrespectful to the people that are still going through it now. Like... We're not out of the woodwork yet, and reflecting on it like it's not happening, like it doesn't make sense to me.
1: I mean, but that's like the minute silence for you. You could say that with um, the minute silence about all the the wars that have gone on. Say, well, there's no, wars, there's I... wars. no, there's wars still happening. though. No. it's just yeah, you're but it's different on wars. We're but you're not
0: reflecting on the you're reflecting We're not on reflecting on wars that are still happening now reflecting on wars that don't you pull that face at me you've tried you've interrupted me multiple times i can interrupt you no we're not reflecting the fact that we're remembering wars is like world war one world war two they have ended we are reflecting on the people that helped and served in those wars whereas now they're reflecting on something that's still happening like it's the exact same thing it's not like we're reflecting on covid from like like it was Two years ago, and it, and we're not in that anymore. We're reflecting on something that's still happening that's still but within I think
1: society. We've got to sort of understand as well from where we came from a year ago, and we're still I, shit. I, yes, and and I understand that. I understand we're still in the middle of a lockdown, but the medical advances that the whole world has made in this past year, I think that can also be a process of reflection as well, because this time last year, I know it was just beginning, and the, the, it was the initial three weeks, and I mean, we was on a work today, we were saying, oh yeah, we'll be back after Easter holiday. That's what our mindset was like, oh yeah, we're coming back after Easter holidays, and then and we didn't like get Drag
0: Race back- UK Series 2.
1: And then we didn't get back until September last year, and I, I know we've been and off but the in that time the the advances in medical science that has been made by the fact that people have come together all across the world and united to fight this one disease that's killed millions of people worldwide i think that's a nice moment to reflect on and
0: but that we're not we're not really reflecting on that. There was reflecting on the anniversary of lockdown. And obviously, like you said... it wasn't we the anniversary advances. of lockdown. We've, we, mm, we are reflect. It was, it was the one year of lockdown. That was the main reason why we was doing it today. And obviously, it was reflecting on what's happened within the year. But at the same time, if that was the case, and you're thinking about all these medical advances, surely it would make more sense that it would we'd have an anniversary on the year of when we found the cure like when it was announced to the public at least that would make more sense to me than the anniversary of everyone going into not cure vaccine It, it doesn't make sense to me that we're doing it on a day that put people's lives in such a predicament like it doesn't make sense to me like this is where life got shit and we're reflecting on that like we're still in the mid we're still in the midst of it we're not out of the woodwork so i feel like we shouldn't have the anniversary
1: i feel until like we are to i feel that. like life still would have been shit no matter what date we put the lockdown on but no I, i'm not i'm, I'm not you,
0: saying about what lot- date the lockdown
1: was on i'm saying the reflection right but I, I mean i understand i do understand where you're coming from but i just think that it was just a, a significant date that they could put their hands on because there is no one date where people can go oh well this, this happened, whereas with it being the first year of lockdown, it's just a moment, a period of reflection. I mean, I understand that the the British government, at least, has been incompetent and behind on absolutely everything. That's to put it lightly. A, that done, yeah, to put it lightly. But the resolve that the majority of the British public have actually shown in light of what's gone on has been... I mean, I say just the British public, the whole world, the response that the whole world has shown to this pandemic. Yeah. And the advances in, like I said, the medical science and also digital technologies as well. I think it's a moment process how far we have come and how far we've evolved to say that, look, we've got so many different technologies that we can use. That we don't necessarily need the things that we thought we needed beforehand. Do you know what I mean? Huh? The connection just dropped. That's going to be nice to edit. I can't remember exactly what I said. But I said it was just a moment of reflection. I mean, to be fair, I totally forgot that there was a minute silence. I didn't know there was one.
0: Well, it was only announced this
1: morning, morning, to be fair, I think.
0: Yeah, but like, like I was saying, I just obviously remember the day and it's significant yeah but I don't feel like it was a time to reflect I don't think it was a time to have a minute's silence to think about everything that's happened because we're still in it this is what I mean I feel like that it's not a time to reflect it's time to carry on it's time to help people in need I work as a home delivery driver at the minute and I delivered to a lady who whose friend delivered so many supplies to her and for a food bank so there was lots of cans tins lots of nappies there was lady sanitary products there was so much stuff and the woman was saying to me how low on supply is these that they are and this is for homeless people this is for people that still cannot afford to eat so to have a time of reflection in a time where people are still in critical need of help i just feel it's disrespectful to what people are still going through Um, and it's almost like the discounting their struggle and saying like oh we're almost out of it but people are still in detriment people are still not having the money they're not having the housing and they're not having the things that they need to survive so that's that's where i'm coming from
1: yeah i can i can really totally understand that that there's this the way it is being handled as such because i can't get my head around the fact that we live in a society where the okay. government put everyone into this lockdown and the whole world is going through exactly the same thing yet we don't have sympathy for those who have lost, like, the people in power that have sympathy for those who have lost their jobs
0: even not though it was their fault
1: in the first place, why was there yeah. not the money security and the job security for those people that have lost, and, and you know, people listening will go, oh, well, it's the money of the economy, that's not how the economy works, but I've said this loads of times, like, why is it that mankind has fucked up something so much such as money that is man-made and the world is in so much debt to each other like who's who who's in debt to who do you know what i mean who's the world that you see the the world's in debt who to to? them them aliens that we were on about in episode three is that is is that what is that we're in debt to probably helped helped us build the pyramids
0: that's the one i just feel like the way that the government has handled the whole situation has been completely fucked Put it like
1: well, the British government
0: because <laughs> the British government, yes, New Zealand, love you. I'm going to move, but like for example, in the press conference that in the press conference today, Boris was saying how they underestimated the virus because they said it was only going to be three week lockdown and they didn't have enough information and in and that they're sort of shrugging off saying oh, we didn't have any of this information, so I am sorry that it was like that, but I don't really give a shit. Like, they've put, them, they've put so many people in such a bad situation and it, they don't seem to care. Like, the amount of stuff that's happened, like, with people, like, government officials avoiding lockdown rules. <laughs> like, hello. There's been, um, who's that guy? The person that <laughs> sits down like Woody from Toy Story. My, that I'm guy... God. Yeah, Matt Hancock, going... The health secretary. The health secretary, giving all the PPE to his friends instead of NHS and people that actually need it. Um, hello. Are you not going to address all these things? No, because you think you're in the right. And and they've got this superiority complex where they think, because they've said this one thing about, oh, yeah, we misjudged it. Oh, this is us holding our hands up. No, you've done a whole load more shit than you're letting on and i feel like people are buying into it like oh my god they're so sorry for it but like i'm so all the people are gonna eat that up but it, it's like overlooking all the shit that they've done it doesn't make sense it doesn't compute in my mind tories honestly and i'm not saying that labor would have handled this because i'm a labor spotter. i'm not saying that labor would would have handled this any uh better or worse or I just feel like Labour as a party, to get a little bit political, care more about people than Tories. Tories are more about money and growing their business and their economies, whereas I feel like Labour's more for the people. So I'm not saying, again, that lockdown would have been any different if it had been handled by Labour, but I just feel like there would have been a lot more care and compassion for people, especially working people, if if Labour was the ones running the country.
1: So now, this has this gone from a lockdown reflection episode into a, a political reflection episode.
0: No, no, it's not. I'm just, if you're thinking about the period of lockdown, you have to think about some of the politics behind it. Obviously, lockdown was put in place by the government, so in, in that sense, it would be stupid of us if we didn't acknowledge it.
1: That's true, that's true. I think stuff like that, though, you, you can't say, oh, it would have been better. I mean, to be fair... It wouldn't have been I any worse. I didn't say that. It wouldn't have been any worse. I don't think no, anything would no. have been
0: any worse with the way it has been like I said, I don't necessarily think it would have been much different. I just feel like there would have been more compassion towards people, especially working people and people with mental health issues and people suffering. Whereas it just seems like in the past month or two, that's, that's like the push from Tories because they've been called out on it so many times.
1: I think what, yeah, I I think you are right in that sense because there hasn't been a lot of compassion in that way to say, well, well, you know, it's your business, your fault. That's the sort of attitude that they've had towards it. And what's scary is the fact that people go, people start to feel sorry for the MPs. Like, oh, well, you know, well, they've had a hard time of it. And how would you run it and blah, 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 like. Well, look at the other countries and look at their models on how they've run it. I mean, we're an oh island. God! We're an island for fuck's sake. Do you know uh, what I mean?
0: To to talk about that because New Zealand, New Zealand, is that oh, Prime Minister, Prime Minister of New Zealand. She is an absolute queen. She's a legend. The first case of corona, lockdown a full country. Makes sense. Close all the borders. Don't let anyone in or out. That makes sense. You're we're an island. That could have been done. <laughs> Where and uh, just like in New Zealand, but instead, no, nah, let's open up all the borders, let's have travel, let's have all this stuff. It doesn't make sense. And if if they underestimate the virus like they say, maybe they should like this they like they've said and and like they've said that they should have thought about it better. Yeah, they should. But it just feels like they're sort of shrugging it off and being like, Yeah, we should have done that, but we didn't. So this is what we're in now this is what we're trying to sort. It's 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 like they didn't think about any form of consequences in the set and they didn't think about the people to start with.
1: It's been more of a, especially towards the end of the first easings of the lockdown when there was the whole help out to, uh, eat out to help out scheme. And mm-hmm. then when the schools back went, sorry, the schools went back straight away all in September, there was no phased returns or anything like that. It was very it was much... Crazy. Uh, a uh, wealth before health. I mean, I work in the education department and the sec- um, sector and you try and tell, a bu- I mean, I work in sixth form college. You try and tell a bunch of 17, uh, 16, 17 year olds who haven't seen their friends for months to stay away and socially distance and wear a mask. It's very, it's so hard, especially when you've got 1300 students all in yeah. one building on top of 200 and odd staff. When you've yeah. got fifteen hundred people in such—I mean, you entered the college, didn't you? It's quite—it's it's mm-hmm. not the biggest of buildings. No. Trying to control all that is impossible, but you especially can't with bl- limited number of staff. Exactly, and you can't blame the students. You can only blame the people that have sent them back.
0: Yeah, and and just just while we're here, then a, a massive shout out to all the key workers that have worked throughout the pandemic. Uh, all the nurses, doctors. Everyone within the NHS, everyone within the education system in schools, colleges, universities that have helped.
1: um, Supermarkets.
0: Supermarkets, obviously, just people that have helped out and made sure that people felt safe and comfortable during the pandemic. And I know that a lot of uni students have complained about uni funding and I still feel like that needs to be looked at. But within the climate that that we're in, it's hard for lecturers who don't really have control over the system to do... Much about it, um. So I feel like people have have done the, do what they can, how they can do it.
1: But again, massive shout
0: out to all the key workers.
1: So we're going to take a little break here, and we're going to move away from Please, the indeed. political, hopefully, and we're going to talk about yes. pers- personal reflections on how <laughs> this lockdown has been for us. Well, I said this lockdown; these three lockdowns have been numerumera
0: una. Stress. And guess what? We're back. We're back from a little break. Are you feeling refreshed daniel how are you feeling
1: i'm feeling very tired because it's quite late at night and it's a school night i'm feeling very
0: tired i'm feeling i'm quite tired actually but we are here we are here to talk about lockdown our personal journeys to lockdown una or two whereas does one two
1: and one th- th- one two and three don't disrespect <laughs> the spanish is it Spanish or French? What's French? Do. Do. Toi. Toi. Say again. Boris Johnson. I, it was sorry to our Spanish and French listeners <laughs> out there. least completely disrespecting your language there. We'll just it's not
0: disrespectful. It. I'm trying to culture myself.
1: Transculture yourself by taking the piss.
0: I'm not taking the piss.
1: Okay. Right. Anyway. 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 Lockdown one. Cast your man's back. That's me casting my man back. How was the first lockdown for yourself?
0: You know what? First lockdown was pretty good. I really enjoyed myself. I was working for a little bit. I think I was working for two weeks at my old job before I was furloughed. Which, if you are not from the United Kingdom, furloughed. I don't know if I had in other countries. But it's where you got 80% of your pay. Where you got 80% of your pay, but you was just at home not working. Um, so my the first lockdown, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was chilling, it was nice, I was still getting paid, I was, I was probably having more money than I actually had when I was working because I didn't have to pay for travel, because I used to work over a bridge that I had to pay a bridge toll on, so I wasn't paying that, I wasn't using my car, so I didn't have to pay for petrol. Like, it was great. I really I really enjoyed it. And during the first lockdown, I decorated my room. It was a yeah, great time.
1: Well, I was there. I helped you decorate. But we don't talk about that because it was lockdown,
0: don't, don't we, Daniel?
1: Well, it was during the easy. It was after the easing of lockdown. You could go around to someone's house. It's no secret. I can't. I don't no remember. Secret. Everything's do remember blaring got, into one. Do you remember when we got that big, giant vanilla slice to celebrate finishing your room?
0: Oh, my God. That was iconic. So, me and Daniel had uh, saw this... Facebook post, and I think it's called Dixon's Dixon's Butchers.
1: Yeah, yeah. In, in Hull. Hull,
0: and they had a giant. When we say giant, it was a giant vanilla slice, and we got one, and we celebrated, and it was amazing.
1: That was amazing. That was after finishing my.
0: Was that after finish, did you say it was after finishing our room, my room?
1: Yeah, uh, no. We finished painting it, and we put almost everything um back to normal, but it was the day. We had to go to Ikea. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because you you ordered the wardrobes wrong. Or wardrobes? Wardrobes? Wardrobes. Yeah. Wardrobes.
0: So yeah, that was a bit of a nightmare because on Ikea's website, so my wardrobes that I've got, it's like a... I don't know how big it is, so to ask. But it's got two sides to it. it it's it got... It was sort of like a make-your-own wardrobe where you buy the actual box, <laughs> so to speak, of, like, the sides of the wardrobe then you buy the door separately and I put three drawers like a little shelf thing and then I've got three hanging spaces and when I ordered the doors for the wardrobe like slidey doors it was on a white background and because I wanted a white wardrobe <laughs> I thought that the white <laughs> on the doors was like just the the color of the doors but it turns out it was clear because it didn't have anything in it it didn't have panels i don't know if i'm explaining this very well but so me and daniel had to go out on an ikea trip to get some panels for my wardrobe doors because i'm a bit of an idiot overall but they're looking pretty decent
1: to be, to be fair to you though to be fair to you, that is a faulty design on ikea's website it should do a. yeah if it's a, a make your own set it should take you through right choose your frame Choose your finish, and then choose your your sliding your panels for your frame, shouldn't it really? It didn't. It didn't yeah. say
0: that it didn't have panels in it. I don't think.
1: And then I think when, it literally... when we got there and we would bought all the stuff, we was like, because it had a little hole in it, so you could see the color on it, and we was like, oh, they're just <laughs> the white panels. There's no mirror ones in there. <laughs> so then we had to go. Because uh, obviously, this was when people were still queuing to get into places. We had to get out of IKEA, go all the way back around to customer services hey. to stay in the queue for about, it was like nearly half an hour. We stood in the queue on it mm-hmm. for them to, and then the woman, bless her, at the desk was like, oh yeah, they're just, they're, they just look white. There's no mirror ones in there. And she scanned them and the reversible. So, <laughs> 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 which one do you want? So dumb. <laughs> you wanted? So, we stood. So dumb half an hour in a queue just for everyone to be like oh yeah it's reversible
0: it didn't say though it's I not mean, like we could have known
1: it was all in Swedish we'll blame that it's true
0: some we Swedish don't know Swedish. Swedish hello Swedish people um but yeah so I decorated my room I did some baking I haven't done baking in quite a while and I did some flapjacks I did some brownies cupcakes I dropped them off at my friends' houses it was a good time. I enjoyed my first lockdown. Yeah, You, was vibing.
1: you? you was vibing because you didn't actually have to do work. Whereas some of us still had to work from home. Mm. It, was still, it was still nice because in between, because we, we used a platform called Microsoft Teams at work and it was a new software that we'd never actually had the training on to do until, I mean, it was literally just before the first lockdown. And so it was all new to us. There wasn't so much re- remote learning because students had been told there's no exams. So there, there was literally, like, no point in these remote learning sessions. I mean, less, <laughs> literally. Less the, we was all on there trying to teach these kids that didn't have any interest at all because they was just like, oh, free pass. Literally. But the, it, it, it gave us time to... I, I did the work, and I think because of the weather was a lot nicer... Oh, lockdown
0: one had such good weather.
1: It felt a lot different. And like yourself, it gave me and my mum time to redecorate in between working. Because my mum was still going into school because she was looking after key worker children at school. She worked at. And yeah, so lockdown one was decent. Because I also got into running as well. You did. And and like before lockdown, me and running was just not a thing ever. I was not built for running. I didn't like running and because I was going to the gym a few times a week at work I said to myself look I need to get doing something I don't want to be I mean we established last week didn't we Alice? I can't stay in the house yeah
0: you're a bit so of for a... this
1: this one piece of exercise of daily allowance that we was allowed I was like right I'm gonna get out I'll do some walking I'll do some jogging and anyway that's sort of a uh, uh, Sending like a snowball effect, and now I'm a fully fledged runner. Nothing like these marathons. I can't run a marathon yet. No, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. No, yeah. I mean, to be fair, a marathon's 40k. I can do a 10k, 11, 12 at a push at the minute. But I'm quite happy with doing 10k's and five and seven k's. Doing better. What but I've really, do. I've really enjoyed it because it's given me time to do something that I didn't think I would enjoy. And it's, it's also you purpose. <laughs> it has it gives me purpose because it gave me so rather than being sat on the Xbox all day, it gave me something to look forward to doing and give me a a goal. And also what came of that as well was there was such a digital push for marketing within our work. And because I went to university to study a media production degree I was like, great, use me, use my skills. (laughs) Use me. Use me, they did. (laughs) They sure did. And hopefully it will lead to a better career because I'm still doing some of the marketing work with work at the minute and I absolutely love it.
0: You do indeed. You don't stop
1: going on about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As stressful as it is, but it's a stressful environment no matter where you work A marketing team anyway. But yeah, first lockdown... Really, give me a chance to reflect and move forward in your career position. I think.
0: Yeah, I think towards the end of the first lockdown as well, when we could start getting out for walks and stuff, that was the best. Like I remember seeing my. Um, so I've got a close friendship group from. Jack, Grace and Beth, love you. And the first time we met up to go for a walk, it was so nice because it was just spending time with people that you really, really care about. And we just went on this massive walk and it the sun was shining. It was honestly like picturesque. It was fucking mad. It was amazing. And I really enjoyed it. Do you think so it made less... it
1: special because you hadn't seen each other in person in a while? Is yeah, that...
0: it did. Like, it made me appreciate who I've got more. And I feel like mm. the first lockdown really proved that to me. Like, obviously, we still spoke, like, every day and had spoken every day. and But it's it's not the same than meeting up in person, especially when you was not allowed to meet up in person. It was sort of killed me. But seeing them again at, towards the end of the first lockdown, it was really nice and
1: appreciative. In- Is there anything from the first lockdown that you think should be left behind? Um, I'm going to put this out Zoom quizzes. Zoom quizzes, man. What? No, they were great to start with. They were great to start with. But it was just like, oh, here we go again. Another quiz. Here we go again. Another quiz.
0: You're crazy. I still do Zoom quizzes now.
1: That's because you're a freak.
0: No, it's because they're entertaining and it gives... Gives your brain a little tease, like "Ooh, you like this quiz?" And I do. I enjoy quizzes. I think it's a brain stimulator, and it it sort of reminds me of do you remember, do you remember brain training on the DS? Yes, it reminds me of that for some reason. But yeah, moving into the second lockdown.
1: This is like when was the second lockdown? Second, my mum didn't even realize there was a second lockdown because it literally what? did not feel there was, it did not feel like a lockdown because especially where we live in Most Hull. Most places like, were open. Yeah, well, especially in places like Hull and northern towns, because everywhere was, it was like a stay at home if you can't work from um, home type of thing, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. sorry, go, go to work if you can't work from home. What was the like second lockdown? It was the whole of November.
0: Uh so, right, sorry, just to go back to the end of first lockdown then, or during, I think it was in between the first and the second, me and my friends were really lucky because me, Jack and Grace went to a cottage near Birmingham and we had drinks. So it was a great time. But the, by the time we got back, I think it was, I think we got back in Augustish.
1: Was it the last week of August you went? Because I, I remember I started, I think I started work again that week, didn't I? Something like that, I can't remember, but...
0: I remember going into September, and I feel like it there were still restrictions, but it was like slowly getting towards a second lockdown again, because mm-hmm. I remember getting into the second lockdown, and I feel like that's when it really hit me yeah. like because obviously going into the second lockdown, I think it was October I'm pretty sure it was September, October
1: it well, no, the second lockdown was definitely November because I remember. It was the whole of November, because at work we went to remote learning, so we reduced capacity of students because we had 50% of the cohort remote learning one week, and the other 50% in, in classes and vice versa.
0: But I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't just November. I'm it, sure yes. it was beforehand.
1: No, no, it was just the whole of November, because I, it was midnight on Halloween, because I went round to Joe's house, and we had to leave at midnight, because that was when it kicked in. Uh, Do you remember?
0: Yeah, because it
1: was... Well, then,
0: in between the first and second lockdown, getting closer towards the second lockdown is where I really started to feel it. Um, like, I had to go off work again. I think having the break from work and then going back hit me harder than I expected. Mm. So it was almost having everything at once, and that's when things started to go downhill, and it wasn't the best time. Luckily, I I'm... Think- I'm sort of out of
1: it now. With what happened to yourself, I think it didn't help that you'd had so, so long off and you got used to the freedoms. And I think people realised as well in the first lockdown that there's a lot more to life than working to live. Yeah, it, I agree. Um, and people should... You know, people should work to live. But what I meant was, sorry, there was a lot more to life than living to work, getting up and going to work every single day for yeah, so so many hours a day just to pay off bills and get that two days off a, a, a week or sometimes it's even one to then yeah. save up all that money just to have a week's holiday a yeah. year. But it seems
0: like people definitely got a thirst for life and, and wanting to travel, wanting to go out and do a lot more than just sit at work or do whatever you do at work. And then go home and, like, say,
1: cook tea and go to bed and then rinse and repeat, basically. Exactly. So, them 13, 14 weeks that you had off where you had no responsibilities from work whatsoever, to then go back and instead of them phasing you into work again, it was literally just a bang, there you are. Work. Especially
0: because I was going, so I didn't particularly like my job anyway but going when I went back I went straight into a different team so like a whole new environment I wasn't even in I was in the same it's hard to explain without actually giving it away but I was in the same room but it was a different team and different responsibilities than what I had before so it was almost like relearning my job again from scratch but having no break and having to teach myself and having to basically get thrown in the the deep end and I felt unsupported in that sense so I got really really down and it it wasn't the best time, but I feel like reflecting on it and looking back, it's. I feel like, I did not like I deserved it or that I needed it, but I feel like it's given me a new lease on life. And it's what pushed me to really get my act into gear, no pun intended, to get yeah. into a drama school this year and really do what I want to do and really push myself to be the person that I actually want to be and what I want to actually do with my life. It, it, it inspired me to do that. Um, so, I feel like that's what happened with me during the second lockdown. It, like you say, with you in the first lockdown, we're having all this responsibility with media pushed you. And I feel like me having this down period in my life and understanding that what I was doing wasn't right for me really solidified to me. And I remember saying to um, a friendship group again, Dread, and Beth for the third time, saying to them in December, I think it might have just been before just New Year, and being like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go into acting. I'm going to go to London. I'm going to do this. And I think my phrasing was, I'm going to grab 2021 by its balls. (laughs) And I feel like I have done that. Like I've got into a drama school. I'm moving to London. I'm doing what I want to do. And I feel like as shit as the second lockdown was for me, I feel like it's brought me out as a better person, a better appreciation for things.
1: And I I like that attitude. I like that attitude because a lot of, the time people put their personal experiences on the back burner when they're explaining it for the sake of sounding like they don't want to sound big-headed because they've had a better experience in lockdown than some other some unfortunate people that haven't had uh, a really a a good experience whatsoever and it is it is key to take that into consideration to say look people haven't had the brilliant experience but this is me. This is what it's done for me. And yeah. like you say, you've taken 2021 by the balls. Grabbed it. Taken, Held it. Even though 2021 is taking a lot of people by the balls anyway, you've taken it by the balls. You've reversed it.
0: I've been like, bitch, who's the dumb top?
1: I feel like you're having a good year so far. You're rising. I, f-
0: I feel like I am and I'm not because the... Endurance. Moving to the third lockdown then. Um, right at the beginning of the third lockdown I just lost another job so I went from the job that I didn't like to a job that I I just started I think I was a week in a bit in and I lost that job because of the third lockdown coming into place and that brought me down a little bit again but again instead of drowning myself in sorrows I picked myself back up and really really just set my mind and set my heart on drama school and I feel like because I had that attitude of I have to do this for myself. I have to do it to prove, prove to myself that I can do it and that I can, uh, and 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 I'm gonna do what I want to do. That I did it, and I feel mm. like losing that job sort of helped in a sense. And and I'm not saying losing your job's great because I can tell you it is not when you don't have any money coming in. And I can imagine for people that have families that have people that depend on them, that's not not the case at all um so i'm not saying not saying losing my job was great but i feel like it gave me the motivation and gave me that little bit extra of a push and gave me the time to really develop my auditions and make sure everything was right to to push myself to go into acting and actually go to drama school so again not best but things for the rest of 2021 are are starting to look up for me fingers crossed
1: yeah, this third lockdown's been a weird one for myself. I'd say. Yeah. It was started off. We'd gone back to work just after Christmas for mm-hmm. a, day. a day. A day. And then it was like Boris was like, "Oh yeah, schools closing." By the way, I was like, oh. BTW, guys, like, could have t- you could have you know you took you brought us back for a day." Luckily, there was no student. I'm not saying luckily because, said, oh, luckily, there's no students there. But luckily, in our case. And um, there was no students there because I know with a lot of the cases, then sending the schools back and sending the children back, especially the primary school children, probably had uh, an impact on the amount of cases and the amount of positive cases yeah. that there were throughout the country. But we went back and then um, Adam and my mum were still going into work. So even though I was working from home, it was really quite different for me because The weather was a lot colder. So, I mean, I was still trying to keep up the running, but it was a lot colder and it was a lot gloomier. And I I think it got to a point for myself where it was like, you know, I'm fed fed up with this lockdown shite. Yeah, I agree. Like a lot of people are. And I just want to, not that I would ever go to the pub and that on a regular basis, but I think what people don't understand is having the, the the freedom and the of, and you to yeah, do it if you if you can't um,
0: yeah you've got the what's the cho- you've got the choice to do
1: it you've got, it got the to choice do. to do it and I I think because we haven't had that for so long because there was a lot of places because we went into tier three just before Christmas didn't we
0: oh I don't even remember tiers tiers were strange and didn't and, really make much sense
1: and I think because we've been in such a, a period of Uncertainty for such a long time, and with, like I say, the weather doesn't help, and the the fact that with the first lockdown you was able to get out, you was able, the weather was a lot nicer, and you felt a lot better in yourself. Yeah. And because you can't do all that stuff that you was able to do before, it it, it sort of leads to getting really fed up. And I I would get up in the morning. It become I was thankful of the routine, which is such a weird. thing I was thankful of the routine because I would take my brother to work to stop him getting on public transport and stuff like that <laughs> yeah
0: that, and you I'm oh, obviously and, thankful that you actually that you have a roof over your head and it's not like you was in any sort of danger in that sense
1: exactly and then i'd go for the run in the morning but like it was getting to a point where it was the same every single day it was literally yeah. six o'clock in the morning get up take adam to work go for a run it's, it's like robotic so, sit in front of the computer all day, like literally not moving because all the work was in front of the computer. Whereas if I was at work, I'd be moving around all day, I'd be doing physio with some Up, of the down, students. Left,
0: right.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be all, all over the place, and then it'd come four o'clock, and I'd be like, Right, I need to go make tea for everybody else. I need to do this, I need to do that, and I need to yeah. do all the, the housework. And it, it, it got to a point where it was so draining that I, I, I really. Whereas the first lock, first sort of like period, like going into the second lockdown, I was like, no, schools shouldn't be open, blah blah. blah. And now I'm like, oh my god, class schools are open. Even I mean, I'm thankful, and you're one of the people as well that have that started the vaccination process and the, yes. bad, the, the first dose. Thank so God. I'm, fa- I'm thankful in that sense, but I'm also thankful that it's given me a different lease of life.
0: Yeah. I feel like that—that's the main thing to take away from lockdown for me—is that it's given me more of a purpose to go out and do things that I want to do, say the things that I want to say. To because the thing is, we don't as morbid and like whatever as it sounds. We don't have loads of time. If we—if we, if we want to do something, we should do it. We shouldn't try and hold ourselves back and say, "I'll be like, oh no, I shouldn't say this because it, it might." It might do this or, oh, no, I'll do that another time. It's giving you sort of the, not just you, but me as well. It's giving me the, no, you are going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to, if you want to do that, do it. Because sometimes we take these things for granted. Like before lockdown, maybe I wouldn't have gone for a walk because uh, I can't be asked. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. But now, given given that we haven't always had that choice and had the ability to do so, like you say, it's giving you that, mindset of do it now or else you might might not be able to or might might have that taken away from you so it's always good to live in the moment and appreciate what you've got while you do have it because that might not always be the
1: case Mm -hmm. and where do you think moving forward now where do you think we go from here like well that's a good question for after a little break don't you think i do think so and for the final time this season we are back this
0: little season
1: is well we say season six episodes the introductory season
0: the intro the intro season yeah the welcome season but like i say we are back and just before the little break um we were going to discuss how we think lockdown or how things are gonna develop within the next few months so in the UK, we are coming out of, we're easing the lockdown, fingers crossed, on the 29th of March. So we can meet up to six people outside. Still distance, then.
1: still distance.
0: Socially distant. Well, that doesn't make sense. How can you have six people go out in a group and not expect
1: them to socialise? I, I think? think we we were talking about this at work today. The government doesn't expect 100% of the population to abide by the rules. As long as the majority of the population do, that's how you, you kill kill the virus. But I mean, I guess it's still whole, a bit selfish. This whole wedding of social distancing annoys me because it's physical distancing that you need to be doing. It's not social distancing. You shouldn't distance yourself socially from somebody. You ah, shouldn't Ah,
0: that's clever. I you understand. should
1: You should physically distance yourself.
0: From yeah. Because that. And... that, yeah, social distance implies not having any interaction. hmm. Ah,
1: uh, I didn't think about it
0: like that. I feel because... like that's a subconscious thing that people have in their heads.
1: Yeah. And I did a, a mini podcast series in the first lockdown with uh, work. Are you was... on me? Yeah, I did. <gasps> and I pre cheated on you. And <gasps> so technically, I'm cheating on work damn and i was talking to one of the psychology teachers and they said a lot of people have found it hard because of the wording of some of the stuff yeah i feel like that
0: that's been the social distancing very wordy and like
1: yeah and a lot of the color schemes as well of like do you remember when there was that period of when it was like stay at home protect the nhs and save lives yeah, that was like the slogan. And of life. Yes, and Boris Johnson would stand behind the plinth every day, and Oof. it had that red banner around it. And all of a sudden, it changed to green. Now, I what hate does that, man. What, when you go from green to red, from red to green, what does that mean? Go. Exactly. So, what did pe- <laughs> what, what what did people do? Go. They went out, and that's when the the, the cases. So, I think we've got to move into. Th- bring this into the moving forward we've got to look at this and look back and say right we need to get the wording right we need to get everything right we need to learn the from the government, right yes for the government and i mean and as a public body as, public. as well as a public as a population <sighs> we need to go at this cautiously And we need to. We still need to have that optimism of the end goal of June twenty first, don't we?
0: June, June, because that's when lockdown's meant to be ending.
1: Yeah, meant to be. We'll see. Excuse me. Uh, How rude! Lockdown has tired me out so much. (laughs) But I think moving forward, we all need to be very, very cautious because, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode covid isn't going away anytime soon so and we need to learn to live with this and we need to learn how to live with this
0: yeah i feel like with people getting vaccinated i know there's been like queries around blood clotting and stuff like that which Ah, if you think about it 30 i think it was that when i last saw 37 people out of over a million people like obviously people shouldn't be getting blood blood clots but it's inevitable that it's not going to be 100% accurate and like you say that's why people still need to be cautious when lockdown eases because I feel like people think once there's a bit of easing or once they're out of it quote unquote it's all back to normal it's all it's gone away but people need to keep in mind that it's a virus viruses don't disappear like the flu was a a whole thing and it's still here but obviously Mm -hmm. we get injections for that we get flu jabs and we're still told to stay cautious of it like wrap up during winter for example it's just it's just i feel like some people have the mentality and i'm not going to exclude myself from that because i feel like i do as well where like when lockdown's been eased in the past it's like an open pass Mm -hmm. but it's not so i myself need to keep that in mind and other people need to keep that in mind as well otherwise people like my mom in the nhs or people like my sister in the nhs it's just going to get worse again so people need to have that optimism they need to socialize they need to do things that will help them mentally and help their help them as a person but at the same time still keep that caution and peace and, and that mindset of we are still going to be around covid it's not it's not just going to disappear once once june 21st comes but hopefully fingers crossed with people now getting vaccinated like i say things will get better things will get easier and people won't have to have that worry of um, their family members or friends or loved ones catching something that could ultimately kill them. So we, we, we need to keep everything in mind, that we've gone through in the past, and like you say, take that, take that step cautiously, cautiously. Do you know people need to learn
1: to do as well? Is, listen. Yeah, people need to learn to listen. But also, I don't think we can go back to... I think it's going to be a new normal, and I think people need to learn... To understand that, that we can't go back to how it was before Covid for a very long time still. Yes, I feel like we people can... are
0: always, I feel like our generation and
1: it, going into
0: future anyway, are always going to have the mindset of being distant, like as weird as it sounds, I feel like we're going to become uh, less social with uh, people, I feel like we're going to be a little bit more cautious to go up to people and I feel like once we can finally go into shops without masks, that's going to be very, very weird, and I'm not really going to like it because I've got comfortable mm. with a mask on.
1: Yeah, I, I feel comfortable, and it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because I can't imagine life without all that now. Which is weird and, because
0: we've only been in it for a year.
1: Yeah, and it's weird when you watch things on television as well. Don't you find it weird how you see people like very close distance on television and you're like, well, should they be like that? Yeah,
0: yeah. I find it so weird. Like when I look back at films, I'm I, it's subconsciously or like in my mind, I'm just like they're so close. Or like kissing scenes and stuff. I'm just like, oh my god, COVID. But then you have to think that was before all this stuff. But most of it, some even of
1: it, yeah, most of it was before that. But then don't you don't you look back and then think, hang on a minute, was we really gross and just got <laughs> too close to people? Were we just like disgusting as humans, like what? But yeah, it is weird to to
0: think about how life's going to be after, because we're still in it. So I feel like it's hard to see an end POV. And as I said, point of view. Point of view, because we've been let down so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, especially around Christmas, like when he said we was going to have a week break for Christmas, which was a stupid idea anyway. But when that got taken away from us, literally like a few days before, it st- it stared up, uproar. And I feel like that made contact and people going to people's houses even worse. So I feel like we need to stay open to the possibility of things not being as they were, and more think about how we can protect uh, and keep ourselves safe from COVID, even if it's not prevalent and it's not the main killing machine. Yeah, uh, around the we've, world,
1: we've got to realise that we don't, we shouldn't be going in and out of lockdowns. So do yeah. as I'm not going to say do as you please because shouldn't. When there is like when the restrictions fully ease on June 21st, fingers crossed. I mean, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they do, and we can get that, back to, yeah, like we say, back to a, I say back to a, back to a new normal or the beginning of a new normal. But people need to be cautious and people need to be understanding that if people don't want to go out to the clubs, people don't want to go out, that, that they still, people are still scared from it. Yeah, he, especially he, he,
0: because there's been so much scarring on people's families and friends that have got, had COVID or lost people to COVID. Those people aren't then just going to go straight back out and be like, you know what, let's go socialise at a club. Yeah. Let's get around all these dates people.
1: Don't put pressure on your friends or your family members or people that you know to go out and do stuff when it's just like, like literally, on the 20th of June, I could probably stand at your doorstep at midnight Knowing full well because I'm getting regular testing, and if you, we've both been, we both would have been fully vaccinated by then. Fingers crossed. Well, I I assume so because it would have been (laughs) more more than twelve weeks. It would have rendered the first vaccine useless at that point, anyway. Yeah. But I, eleven fifty nine, we could keep our two meter physical distancing. If that's still in place. Well, that's what I mean on June twentieth. That's what I mean. 11 59 <laughs> and we'll keep our physical distancing and then a minute later it's just like right come in come in then you can come Literally. in
0: now so weird <laughs> we need to keep our minds positive because i know yeah, we, we need we, someone look... to look forward to yes and like you were saying about coming out of it and not pushing people people are still going to be struggling with mental health and uh, anxiety and all these things because we haven't been able to have we haven't had that social interaction and we haven't been able to meet people so people are going to have that mentality still so like I said don't push people keep people in mind and make sure to check on them and make sure that they're happy and ask them to go for walks and whatever do do that but don't push them and feel like uh it's going to be like this whole massive celebration where we have to go to clubs we have to go to festivals we have to do all this stuff to catch up on things it's going to take people it's going to take time and Mm -hmm. it's going to take people it's almost like being a toddler and taking those first steps again uh, because i feel like i'm going to be a little bit like that when going out to clubs and stuff and especially not to bring it up again but i'm going to but going to uni in london it's going to be huge (laughs) coming out of lockdown then almost almost immediately going into that so it's it's a case of making sure that people are okay making sure those around you are still okay while still maintaining caution but also optimism to open up and be happy and go for drinks go get your cocktails go get your nibble if you do not know what nibble is google nibble hull.
1: it's banging don't google get all this because their website instagram it
0: instagram nibble whole sponsors um Please. just keep in mind all these positive things that you can do and eventually we're all going to be able to do these things we're going to be able to go out we're going to be able to socialize properly we're going to be able to do, to do everything that we want to do and everything that we haven't been able to do it is just going to take time
1: and we ain't going to me and alice aren't going to put a an end date on that time no we are
0: not we are not the government
1: we do not give false hope and it could be <laughs> Anywhere between now and 2100, 20,
0: 2027, 20, 20, no, 20. I'm not even. I'm giving up. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a
1: nice, nice note to end the episode on. Actually, finish it on like uh, a, a nice renewed optimism and that hope that hope for things, the future. <laughs> that things do get better. Yes. And speaking of things getting better, we are gearing up for season two. Season two, sir.
0: Our six-episode catchall for season one has come to an end. I know, don't cry, don't cry. But we will be back in approximately two weeks with a new season, hopefully with maybe a few guest appearances—not by anyone in particular. Um, yeah, friends. So We've got some open conversations to have of other people. Um, we've got some exciting topics to talk about, some that I'm extremely excited to talk about, something I'm passionate about. So keep your eyes out within the next couple of weeks. Um, but if you do have any topics for us to discuss, our email is always open at opinions at And you can follow us on Instagram at opinions or Twitter at interracial. Op-